This episode contains code words and cuss words. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back. Catering WTF with Chef Todd. Episode 8, DWFB and the COVID hangover. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Catering WTF. This week's episode is going to be titled DWFB. And it's a code word I used to use back when I worked in Atlanta because we're busy all the time. And basically what people don't understand about the restaurant business and about catering business is even when you're not busy at work, like you, you it's a Monday or whatever it is at, at restaurants or catering, you don't have stuff happening that night, there's still a ton of crap that needs to be done, right? So you're trying to get building maintenance done. You're trying to get prep done, ordering, you're meeting with purveyors. You're doing all the things that you you need to do to run your business. And when you're really, really busy and you're doing parties, that takes precedence. So you're, you're doing that. Well, this is one of those weeks for me. And the title for DWFB is, dude, we're fucking busy. So it's in the middle of COVID. It's Valentine's Day weekend. We know that we're going to be busy, but because of COVID, we're, we're not slammed. Well, that didn't turn out the way it was supposed to turn out. This was a 60-plus hour work week for me and most of my staff because we had a lot going on and we had eight pop-ups. Okay, so I talked about this in the last episode. Pop-ups are the things that happen like five days before, three days before, to eight days before, different things like that. So they cause a tremendous amount of work for for an operation team that has SOPs. So this is what the week looked like for me. We had eight pop-ups, one of which was a, it's the hospital workers here that have opened at the Coliseum so that they can do the vaccines, right? So they have workers and volunteers trying to give out the vaccines. They called us. They need a hot lunch. They have to feed their workers. Obviously, they don't have a a lot of money in this particular case. We donated it, you know, obviously in hopes to get hospitality moved up on the list. Not that that's going to happen because we did 80 hot meals, but let's just hope. So that was one of the pop-ups. We're going to take it. The other thing is this is reality, people. The, the the days of planning something way out are are long gone. So as a business of catering and a business of restaurants, you you don't know. You don't know what your reservations look like at a restaurant. You may be dead on a Friday and Saturday and think, shit, we're gonna like limit our staff. And then at the last minute, you get walk-ins and, and reservations and phone calls because the day looks good or it's sunny, or people decided that they can go out and they feel safe. It's all those different things, and that's what's happened in catering. People wait to the last minute. I'm not going to do a wedding, book it, pay for it, and then have to cancel it. So because of that fear, it creates a lot of stress on our industry and what's happening in our industry. So there's times that I want to do this podcast, and I just don't have the time to do it. And or, or give it my best effort. So that's part of what's happening this week. So we had eight pop-ups. We did over 100 Valentine's Day kits. 
right? It's Valentine's Day and nobody wants to go out to eat. There are, are a few people only want to go out to eat. So we delivered kits, which we crushed. But that's a lot of making boxes, taping everything up. Shit, we had a problem with buying tape. We went out three times to buy fucking packing tape. Like this is this is the kind of crap that happens every day, right? And then we get those done. Not, not only do we get them done, but we have pickup locations at our catering company. And we have an alternate pickup location that's about an hour and a half away for those people. So we have two locations that we're picking up. Plus, we're doing deliveries to individual homes. So that's a lot of staff coming in to make all this happen. Um, we had another COVID scare. So somebody thought they were sick with COVID. Now they tested negative. But it's like that throws a wrench into the plan. Do we close? Do we not work? How do we get the kits out? How do we do the parties? All that kind of stuff. Then we had staffing issues. I've had several people on, on our team that can't make the hours that they need to make. You know, this week was great. The week before, not so great. Next week, not good at all. So it's like they're trying to find other jobs. So trying to be the the chef that has to schedule around everybody else's obligations because they need money makes my job extremely difficult. Um, after that, we did a training video this week because we're trying to upgrade our staff that we hire in, make it easier on us and also make it easier on them. So we had an entire film company come in this week start working on videos and different training things where we had to produce different food stations, passing trays, passing items, uh, uniform changes, all the different things that go along with that. That took, that was, that was two like 12 hour days just to, just to film that. And, and filming is, is not what we do. So filming is stop and go and let's just film this part here. And then we'll film the other part two hours later so that because that's what makes sense in the location and all that stuff it's like i felt like i was filming fucking lord of the rings because it was so much going on um then we had a, a you know a, two weddings on this weekend and of course in charleston right now it's fucking 30 degrees raining and sleeting and let me tell you this city is not used to that cold weather and they're not used to being outside both weddings were outside so it's like this is crazy. Like servers are freezing. Everybody's freezing. And I know the rest of the country has got like 27 feet of snow. So I get that. But this city is not designed for inclement weather as far as cold and snow. So it's just like Atlanta. I mean, there, there'll be a whole nother podcast on Snowmageddon when that comes around. Because that was a day I spent three days at work because I couldn't leave because I couldn't get out of the damn building. So those are the those are the type of things that that are happening this weekend. Then we have uh, an opportunity to reconcept one of our restaurants that closed during COVID, and you know we're paying rent and doing the things that we need to do on it, but it's closed. So how do we open that? How do we get that going? How do we start generating revenue out of that? And the the old concept is not going to work in the new world of COVID. It's not going to work even. A year down the road because this thing's lasting for a long time and even if everybody gets vaccinated and things start getting back to normal it's still going to be in my opinion to next year before it gets back to pre-covid levels so how do you how do you design an, uh, a new concept at a, at a restaurant facility that you have and own and are paying rent on and how does that affect your business how does it affect your mental state 
You know, right now, everybody's got COVID hangover. We're fucking over this. It's just exhausting trying to do this. So that's that's part of the problem is like, you know, I'm you're working a 60-hour work week, not doing the parties that you used to do, not doing the numbers that you used to do at a restaurant. Instead, you're spending them trying to figure out how to navigate the PPP loans, how to navigate staff, how to like understand that you're, you've got really good people working for you and they just, they got to do something else because they need the money too. And it's, it's really, really difficult. So this, uh, this podcast is based on DWFB, dude, we're fucking busy. Even though it doesn't seem like we're busy, and and from a PL standpoint, we're not fucking busy, man. We're we're struggling to maintain, but we're all working our ass off. And the people who are working their ass off and doing the sixty-hour work weeks out there, you caterers and stuff who are doing that, and you're not bringing in the revenue, you guys are the survivors. You guys are the ones that are going to win because you're putting forth the effort, you're putting forth your passion and doing these things, and that's what makes a difference. And that's what I'm trying to do. But unfortunately, this week, I just got overwhelmed. And so this podcast is short and sweet. And I'm going to go through through that. Um, I want to give you a little example of what we have upcoming also, part of this list of crap that's going on this week is we're trying to learn Squadcast, where I can get people on interviews. So we've done some practice rounds. We've done some good stuff with different chefs. So hopefully, hopefully, I can start doing that, and hopefully Steph can start learning that uh, process and what's going on there. Um, I do have two more rants in the in the hopper that are two of my favorite that we still got to work on. One is tastings. Uh, this is not a restaurant thing. No one does tastings at restaurants, okay? No one does tastings at hotels where they're, you know, dining rooms. No one does tastings at frat houses or t- different things like that. T- caterers get the short end of the stick on this one, right? We get we get fucked. People come in for tastings. Next week, I have six tastings and no parties. So let me explain what the fuck that means. That means that I have people in, we're working, we're ordering food, we're getting everything in there. And then what we do is we set up and they come in for, you know, lunch basically at those times with the salesperson and they go through 27 fucking menu items that we produce for them. How much do they pay for that? They pay fucking nothing. So I'm spending a shit ton of time, energy, effort, money, labor, food cost, everything else so that they can pick their fucking menus. And that's part of the sales process. So I get that. But at the same time, that this week, the upcoming week is going to be, it's a negative number for a business. We will lose money next week. We're bringing in nothing and we're spending probably around seven or eight grand. So that that's not a smart business move. Right. And so that's where we struggle. And that's where I spend time trying to figure out how do we do this differently? How do we make exceptions? Everybody else in the catering world knows what tastings are. They're a pain in the ass as far as what we do. But at the same time, they're a necessary evil. So there'll be a rant on that. I still have to, I'm still working on my Pinterest rant because another thing that I can't stand probably doesn't affect restaurants and different other industries as much as us, but the amount of crap that's on the internet that people can watch and see that they want, 
is great in one way and terrible in another. I, re- I really, I, I call Pinterest Mythbusters because that's what I have to tell clients. I can't hang hot pizza on a fucking wall. All the shit will fall off, but they don't fucking get it because they saw it on fucking Pinterest. So it's those rants coming up. Plus, we have, now that we got the squad cast thing that we're learning, uh, I do have an interview with Chef Will Adamick and uh, Chef Ryan Witten that we're putting in the plans to get that going. I'm trying to learn how to interview people because mostly I just rant and talk over everybody. So that's a really fucking hard thing for me is trying to keep that positive and, and engaged. And so there's no slowdowns and get the stories that I want for this podcast. I want, I want the rants from them, but at the same time, I also want it to stay on topic and be positive and things like that. And so how do you, how do you do all that in addition to what I'm already doing? So those are the type of things that are happening this week. And again, I'd really like to have a 45-minute rant about something cool, but I just didn't have time this week. And that's because DWFB. Dude, we're fucking busy, man. We're busy all the time. Chefs are busy all the time. If you know if you think chefs go into the restaurant, cook, close the restaurant and go home, you're full of shit. They go home, that first of all, they gotta open and they gotta clean up at the end of the night. So there's way more to it than just when you come in to eat. That's the first part. Same with catering. Then the other part too is there's menu development and ideation and like how to work on things. And like right now I'm dealing with uh, Chef Andrea in our bake shop and trying to work on like 20 new fucking ideas that are going into this potential reconcepting for our restaurant that has bakery items in it and different things like that. That takes a lot of time and effort. We're not clocked in for that right? We're not at the restaurant for that. So it's it's an all-day, everyday thing. Sorry for this particular rant, but uh, we're, we're just really busy this week, and that's going to happen in the future, you know, when it comes to April in Charleston, and I have 27 parties in a week and all over 300 people, This we're not going to do a podcast. Hopefully, we'll have some in the hopper that we can do, but for the most part, I'm going to get my ass kicked, and that's what's going to happen. So that's the that's the reality of what it is. Uh, I want to let everybody know that, at, you know, and everybody in this industry knows that there's slow times, there's busy times. As an upper level manager, there's no slow times. You're always trying to do something different. You're always trying to get better and uh, and use that time to your advantage to get things done that you need to get done. I do want to ask a couple questions though, because one of the things that I was thinking about while I was talking about this is, you know, how many hours do you work? You know, I, I in my conversation with Chef Will, one of the one of his selling points is to a to a chef who's creative and wants to work but has a family at home, being able to work Monday through Friday, going in at, you know, seven in the morning, six in the morning, and then work until about three or four and cleaning up your kitchen and being done. I mean, that's a fucking luxury in our industry. So that's a selling point for him. So I wanted to ask a question. So what does your great schedule look like? What what do you think the restaurant schedule should look like? I I know a lot of people who would rather come in around one o'clock and fucking work till close and have the mornings. So it's all different. The other one is how many days did you work more than 24 hours? I've had a bunch of those, literally working more than 24 hours. When Super Bowl was in Atlanta, 
I literally worked an 18-hour day, came home, took a shower, went back to work for another 18-hour day. Never slept. So there's those stories. You know, when you're busy and, and shit hits the fan and you have to be there, like, I want to know those stories. Those are the stories I want to hear from you guys. Again, it's very important that you guys subscribe. Please try and subscribe on our page. We want to keep doing this. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from everybody. I try and keep this positive and funny at the same time. Um, make sure that you're listening. And hopefully in the upcoming few weeks, we will have a good amount of content that we can put out for you guys. And I'm really, really excited about some of these interviews. These guys are fucking great. Again, started in my very first podcast. I want to interview the people you don't know, the real workers that are going on. And I have a ton of them all set, set up. And when I say set up, I mean, I reached out to them or they've reached out to me and say, I want to be on your podcast. Um, and that's as far as we got. But at the same time, we're going to try and get this working. That also takes time to learn these new technologies. So we're working on that. Again, please subscribe. Always remember to keep your passion high. Keep your boots on the ground. Make sure you're moving forward. And stay safe. And right now, stay warm. Thanks for listening to Catering WTF. We'll see you next time. And we can record. You're live. You're in blue. You're frozen now, honey. He's frozen. <laughs>